0: RNZ News at midday. Good afternoon. I'm Nicola Wright. Queen Elizabeth II, the UK's longest reigning monarch, has died at the age of 96. She died peacefully at Balmoral Castle in Scotland. King Charles III is expected to give his first public speech tomorrow. Large crowds remain at Balmoral, Windsor Castle and Buckingham Palace. Here's the BBC's Nicholas Witchell. It is a moment of profound importance and profound Sadness, And we're seeing people are needing to come together there outside Buckingham Palace on this bleak, rainy night in the early autumn. I think people feel the need to be together at this particular moment, seeking comfort from each other. This family was among the thousands gathered at Windsor Castle.
1: I was very sad to hear the news when I found out that the Queen had passed away. I'm proud to be here this evening, although I'd rather not be. Um, it, just an amazing lady, you know, 70 years. Um, we've just celebrated a jubilee, um, an incredible week for this nation, one that will go down in history with a change of prime minister and obviously uh, now with our sovereign. So.
0: I think the Queen is, she's like everyone's grandmother really. Um, the constant that's always been there. I think everyone's going to be feeling like they've lost a member of their family, really. The Queen's representative in New Zealand, the Governor-General, Dame Cindy Kiro, says there will be official opportunities for people here to express their respect for Queen Elizabeth. Dame Cindy says there'll be a memorial service in New Zealand. Military salutes, condolence books will be opened and sites made available for tributes. I'm looking to make spaces where people can express their sorrow and their grief
2: and where we can properly mourn an extraordinary monarch,
0: 70 years reign on the throne uh, for most of our lifetimes. Dame Cindy says there will be a public ceremony at the Wellington waterfront tonight to mark the Queen's death with a 21-gun salute. The crown immediately passes to Elizabeth's son and heir, who becomes King Charles III... World Watchers' Max Toll has more.
1: In a statement, the new king called his mother's death a moment of the greatest sadness for him and his family, yet said they were comforted by the respect and deep affection in which she was held. For King Charles III, this will also be a moment of long-awaited destiny. He has been Britain's heir apparent for the longest ever period, and at 73 becomes its oldest monarch. In the past, he has vowed not to be a meddling king, yet will reign in his own way.
2: The idea somehow that I'm going to go on exactly the same way, if I have to succeed,
1: is complete nonsense. King Charles had already been taking on some of the Queen's royal engagements due to her poor health. He is known as a hard-working member of the royal family, who has founded more than a dozen charitable organisations and is a passionate advocate for climate action.
0: New Zealand politicians, current and former, have been paying their respects. Here's our Deputy Political Editor, Craig McCulloch. The Prime Minister led the tributes this morning, woken in the early hours by a police officer shining a torch into her room.
1: The Queen has been such a constant in our lives for 70 years, the longest-serving monarch in British history. Over her reign, she has come to define notions of service, charity and consistency. Her commitment to her role and to all of us has been without question and unwavering.
0: Other leaders soon joined Jacinda Ardern in paying respects, Nationals' Christopher Luxon reflecting on the Queen's legacy.
1: When you think about just 70 years of of unflinching sort of dignity, compassion, selflessness uh, and just public service and a dedication to making sure that she does everything she can to serve her people so well as she has, uh, it's a phenomenal record of public service and very inspiring.
0: The Greens, Act and Te Pāti Māori all issued statements expressing their condolences. The former Prime Minister, John Key, recalled his unforgettable visit to Balmoral Castle in 2013 and said he's grateful for the Queen's Council. Ngai Tahu leader Tatipine Regan says the Queen took a personal interest in the treaty settlement process. Tatipene says the political debate in the early nineteen nineties was questioning whether the treaty applied to the South Island with an argument that it was discovered. He says things changed when she had a hand in a speech made by the Governor General on her behalf at Waikawa Marae.
1: She very plainly said that the treaty applied into Waiponomu by right of session. And consequently, of course, I interpolate, not by right of discovery. And at that point, the lawyers, commentariat, and Mr. Muldoon ceased all talk. She knew what she was doing, too.
0: Ta Tipineo Regan, who led Ngaitahu to settlement with the Crown in 1998. It's five minutes past twelve. Flags are being lowered around New Zealand to mark the passing of the monarch. The man tasked with lowering the flags at Parliament says it's a huge honour. He says he's done it hundreds of times, but today feels different.
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a, bit of a sad occasion. It's always an honour to lower the flag half mast for people who passed away. Um, yeah, a bit of a fright for everyone, I think.
0: On the streets of Wellington, people of all ages have been touched by the news of the Queen's death.
2: Very sad, because I remember her becoming Queen, I was about six, I was at Johnsville School, and we all went down to the main road, the whole school, lined up right along the main road, waved to her. Yeah, I'm getting a bit emotional now. I'm really gutted, waking up this morning it felt like the whole world had changed.
1: It feels like the end of an era, like 70 years, like the Elizabethan age is over.
0: And Pacific leaders are paying tribute to Her Majesty the Queen. RNZ Pacific's Susanna Suiswiki reports. The Cook Islands Prime Minister Mark Brown says all the Queen's people of the Cook Islands will mourn her passing and will miss her greatly. He says Her Majesty leaves behind an enormous legacy of dedicated service to her subjects around the world, including Cook Islanders. The Government of Niue's Premier, Dalton Tangilangi, expressed his deepest sadness on the passing of a most extraordinary woman. He says her faithfulness to her duties and dedication to her people was the reflection of a most remarkable leader. And Fiji Prime Minister Frank Bainimarama says Fijian hearts are heavy as they bid farewell to Her Majesty. In her 70 years, the Queen bore witness to a radically changing world. She fiercely guarded the monarchy's tradition of staying separate from the politics of the day, yet that did not stop her speaking out on key global issues. Unable to attend the United Nations Climate Summit last year, the Queen instead recorded a message to delegates saying it was a chance to create a safer, more stable future for people and for the planet. Elizabeth said it was the hope of many that history books yet to be written would say that the world leaders at COP26 answered the call of future generations. That
2: you left this conference as a community of nations with a determination, a desire and a plan to address the impact of climate change and to recognise that the time for words has now moved to the time for action.
0: And in April 2020, she sought to reassure the British public as the COVID pandemic spiralled out of control, not just in the UK, but across the world.
2: I'm speaking to you at what I know is an increasingly challenging time, a time of disruption in the life of our country. A disruption that has brought grief to some, financial difficulties to many, and enormous changes to the daily lives of us all.
0: But the Queen herself was not immune from criticism at its sharpest over the death of Princess Diana. As the public crowded around the palaces in London with tributes of flowers, the Queen seemed reluctant to provide the focus that she had always tried to do during great national moments. Eventually, she made a live broadcast, paying tribute to her daughter-in-law and making a commitment that the monarchy would adapt.
2: Since last Sunday's dreadful news, we have seen throughout Britain and around the world an overwhelming expression of sadness at Diana's death. We have all been trying in our different ways to cope. It is not easy to express a sense of loss since the initial shock has often succeeded by a mixture of other feelings, disbelief, incomprehension, anger and concern for those who remain. We have all felt those emotions in these last few days. So what I say to you now, as your Queen and as a grandmother, I say from my heart.
0: For many New Zealanders, of course, an abiding memory is the Queen's message, an annual fixture on television on Christmas Day. That's the news.